Hi there, Nancy Evans here, owner of BYUB Agency, which stands for Build Your Online Brand. And welcome to Entrepreneur Rescue Mission, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs build their businesses, their brands, and overcome those daily battles so they can work towards building a truly amazing business they love. So if you're ready to overcome some daily business struggles, get inspired by some amazing entrepreneurs, and maybe laugh your way to success, we welcome you to join us each week. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another dual episode with myself and my beautiful wife, Nancy. Hello, hello, hello. So we are so, so grateful to be here with everyone today. Um, Before we get started, um, we'll obviously talk about this at the end, but just another quick announcement. Two weeks from today, Nancy and I begin um, one of our, uh, obviously, uh, I would say, fundamental and foundational workshops. Uh, It's called How to Get Your Business Organized in Five Days. And I know that kind of sounds like uh, a big promise. Um, But what I can tell you is that we did this before. I don't want to say it's a beta test, but it was the first time we did this workshop and people just ate it up. Like, I mean, they loved it. And it's actually completely free. It's from May 22nd to May 26th. It's a lunch and learn. So it's from 1 to 2 p.m. EDT, live and recorded. The replays will be available for uh, about a week after. So you have time to binge and and go back and watch anything. Everyone gets a workbook, um, and it's going to be streamed into a private Facebook group. So in order to be a participant, get your workbook and actually be on there live. Obviously, you have to register. You'll get your workbook, and you'll get invited to the free Facebook group where the trainings will be streamed to each and every day from May 22nd to May 26th. So again, if you would like to register, the link to do so will be in the description of this episode. And today, as you guys can see by the title of the podcast, um, we're going to be talking about a few things that you can do to decrease or lessen the feeling of being overwhelmed in your business. Now, this if there's any topic that Nancy and I can talk about today, I think this is probably one of the most relevant ones to talk about because there are definitely some seasons and you can talk about, I don't know, um, the Mercury's retrograde or what (laughs) kind of moon it is. (laughs) However you want to look at right now, there's definitely some moving and shaking going on, but what I can tell you is that there's a lot of people feeling overwhelmed and we want to go over three very fundamental things that you can do to decrease the amount of overwhelm that you may be feeling. So let's dive right in. Number one is sometimes you have to take a couple steps back before you end up moving forward. So I'm going to give my thoughts and feelings and then I want Nancy to share hers. So when you take a couple steps back and really look at what's going on with your business, this is essential. And, and there's a, a number of reasons why you want to do this. And, and what I'll say is for me, and, and Nancy, you can share your feelings. If someone was to ask me, you know, Scott, why is it necessary for me to take a couple steps back to look at my business to see what's going on? Why I do this for, you know, I'm not going to speak for Nancy, but what I feel is most important is this gives you that 10,000 foot view to see what bottlenecks are there present in your business. So there's a, there's a quote that Nancy always shares that, that I always talk about that you can't see the label from inside the jar. So sometimes you have to actually get outside of the jar, 
so you can stare at that label to actually see what's going on with your business. Because if you are spending too much time working in your business and not enough time working on your business, you are going to always feel overwhelmed. And why you're going to feel overwhelmed is because that whole, that whole notion of quote unquote, nothing is ever getting done will perpetuate all the time. It will bubble to the surface more than you know. So for me, taking those couple steps back so you can identify those bottlenecks that it could be hiring a part-time VA. Uh, maybe there's something going on with your funnel. Maybe your social media presence isn't the way that you want it to be. Maybe you've lost focus on networking and lead gen strategy. It is so important if you're feeling overwhelmed to take a deep breath, pause, take a couple steps back and see what actually is going on. So Nancy, what's what's your thought if someone was to say, Nancy, you know, why is it important to take a couple steps back? Yeah, I mean, well, full out, you know, I think it's incredibly important to, like you said, right, take, take a step back and actually get out of the weeds of your business, right? You know, we're in there running it each and every day, right? And a lot of us are entrepreneurs and coaches and people who are doing a lot ourselves. And so we're juggling a lot of things. Um, and even people who are, you know, have multiple team members, sometimes it's so important. And in fact, we do this every single year is stepping back and really assessing your business helps you continually be better. Um, it helps keep you on track. It helps you get out of the weeds and then obviously make your life a little bit better. Uh, you know, in fact, Scott and I, a few years ago, um, you know, we just said, look, like we have got to get to a point running our business where we actually enjoy running it. And we put together, obviously, a plan of action. We assessed our business. We took a look at what was going on. And then we put systems and processes in place to make it a lot better. You know, and again, you'll hear us talk often where we only work Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. Uh, and obviously, that took a lot of work putting together the foundations that went into making that possible. But we wouldn't have been able to do it if we didn't pull back out and go, what needs to get done? each day in our business and each month and each you know year to make us successful so that we can run the business that's going to a you know bring in the monetary amount that we want uh b is going to give us the flexibility right and the time freedom so that we can live the life that we want so again step back take a look at your business now if you're analytical like me which i just fear i just realized um this year that i am an enneagram 7 um, but I am also a very, I like to get to the point <laughs> and I like to give people kind of some ways where you can, you know, here's three takeaways or whatever. The way that my brain works is I really love to have pillars or have things, um, a way to organize things. And so, yes, we could say, and, and we could talk to you, right. And say, you know what? Yeah. Go in your business and just figure out all the things that are like, eh, you know, or we could say, you know what? Every single business, whether it's big or small, has three core functions, right? Every single business. I say this all the time. And in fact, if you've read the book Traction uh, by Gino Wickman, uh, he talks about the entrepreneur operating systems. You know, it's something that Amy Porterfield talks about as well. She's an, uh, you know, marketer. So the thing is, is, you know, even what Gino says is you've got operations, sales and marketing and financial. So again, as your business grows, you might down the line have HR and, you know, you might obviously branch out to other things, but if we keep it simple, which in reality, 
businesses are simple, right? The frameworks are all the same. So if we pull back from our business and we keep in mind that the, these three core functions that we got to get a hold of, and we got to make sure that we have processes and systems in place, everything really goes from there. So I love knowing that, okay, it's just three things. Now, what under those three things do we need to accomplish so that we're consistent, right? So if you think about it, okay, operations, We've got to have, you know, a client onboarding process in place. We've got to have a product development in place. We've got to have daily admin. You know, we've got to have different things there, you know, and then we look over at sales and marketing. You better believe we better be generating leads. We better be growing our audience. We better be collecting emails. We better be networking, you know, and then we look at financials. If you're not making money in your business and it's not making sense, you know, nothing else matters, right? So that's where I want you guys to start is take a step back at, uh, from your business and identify under each of those umbrellas what needs to get done. And if you guys are stuck, again, this is actually something we do in our workshop, right? You know, the workshop that's coming up on the 22nd, again, free. You guys will walk away with so much value, I promise. Um, so we actually give you an assessment, a business assessment, that covers those three core functions. And we have you do a little brain dump and you work through. And we, of course, give you ideas and suggestions because that's what I keep saying. And I know that was my frustration out there was, well, what the heck should I be doing in my business? You know, what are some routines that I can start doing? So again, I know we kind of <laughs> went on a little bit longer about that first point, but cannot stress enough about how important it is to pull back and really take a look at your business, assess it and identify those things. Because again, as you layer on and you solve for those pain points and you figure out routines, that is when you create consistency. And that's when you start to create those wins each and every day. So that leads us to point number two, which uh, to really help decrease the amount of overwhelm is creating an actual plan. Um, I would say very plainly and simply, if you are, are you're failing to plan, you're planning to fail. So you have to have a plan in place. So, you know, what, what we notice, what a lot of entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, business professionals are doing is they're just throwing spaghetti at the wall. And what helps you when you create a plan for me, I need a visual. So when someone can show me from a visual standpoint, Scott, here's what you need to do. We, you know, obviously we've taken a step back. We've identified the bottlenecks or the areas of focus that you need to have in your business to make it run more smoothly. Here's your plan of action of how to do so. So let me give you an example. If you identified in what we talked about in point one, that your big bottleneck is lead generation, you know, You've, you've told Nancy and myself, listen, I, I, I have a great offering. There's people that need what I have, but I am not generating the conversations required in order to actually connect and talk to people to share what it is that I do to see if it could fit for them and their business. So I'm not driving any sales because without leads, you have no business, P plain and simple. All of you that are listening or watching this, you could have the best product, the best system, the best coaching, the best courses. But if you're not generating leads and having those conversations, there's no way, A, you're going to be helping people the way that you can, and B, you're not going to be generating revenue, so you're not going to be in business. So having a plan. So if you said to us, listen, generating leads is my plan. You know, Nancy and I would then say, okay, listen, 
you know, who's your business avatar? You would say, you know, it's business professionals, whatever, whatever it is. We would say, okay, you know, are you networking on LinkedIn each day? Are you creating a connection strategy of identifying ideal clients per profession or industry, connecting with them, but also identifying some power partners for some general networking? So we would make that, you know, you know, part of your plan, you know, step number one. Step number two, when you start making those connections with people, send them a nice genuine message to do some offline networking. So again, the the notion of pitching and selling, flush it down the toilet. This is all about relationship marketing. So it's it's your job to create a lead possibility and message them in a way that feels good to you and them where they would say, you know what? I want to talk to you about what you're doing and I want to share a little bit more of what I'm doing. So now step two of your process would be to message them genuinely to start booking discovery calls because you know the example that Nancy and I always give you book five calls a week, uh, four weeks in a month, that's 20 calls every single month guaranteed. Now, if you have a 20% closing rate, 80% failure rate, that's four new sales every single month, that will move the needle of your business forward, not only from a lead gen standpoint, but from a monetary standpoint. And then obviously the third part of that conversation or of your plan would be to get on that call, have a discovery call and see what direction avenue that that new connection can be brought into, whether it is someone that is a good fit for your offering, or if they can be um, a business ally, they can do some introductions, you can do a collaboration, you can do a joint venture, whatever it may be. So if someone was to say, listen, I need a plan of action for my lead gen, obviously, we just went over step one, two, and three. That's basically what you want to do. Because now you have a roadmap. Now you have a plan to put in place. And the only way that plan doesn't work is if you failure to launch it. And this is the big thing. Nancy and I were were listening to a, a podcast episode by Shailene Johnson, which we completely recommend. It's a wonderful podcast. And she basically said the, the, the number one thing is that, that people get afraid of is that they have an offering, but they're afraid to go all in with it because it may fail, right? And again, that, that is something that is completely real. But when you have a plan in place and you have action steps, all you have to do is take action. The, the cure-all to your business not moving forward, right, is to then take action on the things that you want to obviously come to fruition. So that would be my example of creating an actual plan. All right. Are you ready for mine? <laughs> um, so I don't have a different way to create an action plan. So I think you did a good job with that one. Um, I just have a different kind of plan uh, that I really want to plant the seed for, for all of you. So this is literally just something that I have seen, not just for the past year, but pretty much in all my years that I've been working with coaches, consultants, professionals, the majority of people who get stuck in their business and they get so overwhelmed is when they have maybe a product stack, right? They might have a th maybe three to four things that they have that they offer, give or take, you know, a few lead magnets, right? That they kind of put out there and maybe a workshop or two. But the problem that I see is they have all these things and they're not really sure how to market it or when to market it or when to talk about this and when to talk about that. And, you know, quite honestly, I find myself helping people more often create a marketing plan um, than anything else. And I believe very strongly in this, obviously, you know, with my marketing background, but I think when people pull back, and again, this depends on what stage of business you're in. 
I think when people pull back and they actually create a yearly marketing plan, which by the way, this is something that the majority of the high level, you know, coaches and successful entrepreneurs that I worked with, this is one of the characteristics that they all had, right? They all had a very high level, simple, right? It does not have to be all these metrics and KPIs and whatever. We're talking as simple as just a piece of paper. We're talking printer paper with the month at the very top of it. Okay. January, February, March, April, literally do one page for each month. And you're mapping out what products and services you want to focus on each month in your business. And the reason why I love this plan and putting this plan in place so much is number one, it all starts there. And I always use the story of Edgar Allan Poe. He actually wrote this, um, it's called The Theory of Composition, I think, or Essay on the Theory of Composition. It's an essay. I probably botched that. But anyway, the whole point of it was it's working backwards. You know, when he was talking about writing stories where it's like, oh my gosh, build it up to the end and actually work backwards. So you want to like build it up to that emotion or that end point. And then you want to like, you know, do it from that. So we're picking what product or service we want to focus on. Therefore, once you have that plan in place, you can now figure out what kind of content you need to create for your audience, right? To build the awareness. And so it leads up to that thing, uh, you know, to what needs to get done to promote and sell your product or service that month, right? That way we can kind of work backwards and go, okay, well, what needs to be done? And then three, anything else that needs to get done leading up to it. So Think about creating a simple marketing plan. And I know some of you listening might have products, you might have services, you might have different things. Maybe you only have one. Maybe you're just doing one-on-one coaching. But there are other things that you can focus on each month. In fact, we tell our people, you don't have to just talk about your one-on-one. You might want to really focus on growing your podcast or growing your email list or, you know, growing your audience in between, you know, the big pushes for your products or programs. I also tell people, don't stop posting content just because you don't have availability for new clients right now. Create a wait list. So the thing to keep in mind there is let's put together a plan. And like Scott said, right, that Benjamin Franklin quote, if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. Let's put a plan together that works for us, that makes sense and helps us get the wheels back on the bus so that we stop feeling so doggone overwhelmed and we're not moving forward at all, right? We get that spinny tire feeling. Next. (laughs) (laughs) So the third and final thing is making sure that you have a project management tool. Now, for a lot of you that may be listening or watching may not even know what a project management tool is, but just to kind of give you a, um, I I would say just a very simplistic way to describe a project management tool. Um, It is something that you can have to keep all of your daily order of operations or anything that you're working on in place Um, from a visual standpoint, so you know where you are with a project, whether it's creating a course, whether you're preparing for a launch and you need to invite people or you need to get certain emails together. And basically, you can then move those project details over if it's something like Trello, which we're going to do some deeper stuff on, which is called Kanban style, which is basically it moves from left to right, where you can slide these little to-do cards going from need to do currently doing and finished. So just imagine from a visual standpoint, you're looking at your computer screen, you have this thing called Trello, and there's three columns. You know, the column on the far left is things I need to do. So you'll have like basically a little checklist 
of all the small, medium, and large nuances of what you need to do in relation to what you're working on. Then there's a column next to that, which is the currently working on. So basically, if maybe uh, redoing your sales page is the big thing that you're working on right now, you would take basically take that to do and you would slide it to that middle category. So from a visual standpoint, you can log on every single day and you can see exactly what it is that you need to do while leaving on the far left column alone, all the other things that you need to do. Then the far right column is the done list. So it's basically taking those things and, you know, putting a nice big check mark on that piece of paper. So, you know, you've, you've done your, your, you know, your first to do, which is get that sales page done. You slide that card over to done. And then you go back to the need to do, you slide the one next over to the, need, uh, you know, working on right now and so on and so on. So that is the best way to describe a project management tool, because what I find, and Nancy, I want to get your point of view in a second, yep. that a lot of people uh, fail to complete any projects whatsoever because they end up doing something called lily padding, which is they mm -hmm. jump from one lily pad to the next to the next, yep. and they leave everything behind. So if you had a visual aid, like a project management tool, like Trello, there's also things called ClickUp. There's a lot out there, but we love Trello because it's free. Uh, and it's just, it's an incredible uh, visual aid and tool where you can have as many columns as you want. All the things, you know, post on social media, did my post on social media, posted on social media, just the, the, it's endless, the things that you can create with this. So just imagine if there's any projects that you've been working on, like you're writing a book, you're launching a podcast, you're creating a course, you're yeah. doing a workshop, how many times have you set out to do one of those things? And then a couple months goes by and you're like, shit, I haven't done that thing that I was supposed to do two months ago because <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. So a project management tool, I would say bare bones is a great visual aid to see what it is that you need to work on to get the ball rolling with that thing that you're working on to complete that thing that has been sitting on the back burner for way too long. Yep. hundred percent, you know, and I will tell you this, right? I got a hundred percent on that. Oh yeah. No, you, you nailed it. In fact, I'm so proud of you. And you know, for everyone listening, you know, Scott has come so far. Right? I, Scott, I, I was not a big fan in the beginning. It was not a big fan in the beginning. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, it's been hard over the years to find a project management tool that is simple enough, right. That I can even use it with clients and the learning curve, right. Is very short. And obviously one that I can use with Scott. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's important to note, right. That again, and I always say, right. You know, behind the scenes, I've seen it, I've been there, you know, I've had my hands in the back of a lot of different businesses and every single business, when we used to onboard new clients, the first thing that we would do, we called it dumping out the kitchen drawer. It was like, all right, what's going on in your business and literally dump it out all the things that are happening. And we would make sure that they had a project management tool. So over the years, I've used everything under the sun, right? You know, you name it, Monday, Basecamp, Trello, Teamwork, ClickUp, you know, like I could go on and on and on about all the new and different ones. But the fact of the matter is, and I actually had this revelation literally a couple of weeks ago where I had been using ClickUp. So this is again, full transparency. I, I use Trello, right? Like for a long time, I actually use Trello for certain projects and launch planning and workshops. But I felt that I needed to use something different because I wanted to be able to manage, right, you know, more than three to four team members at a time. And I needed something that really worked well. And so I moved over to ClickUp 
And I will tell you, I finally hit my breaking point last week. I just hit it because just to give you again, a little behind the scenes, what was going on is we had, so right now we have our copywriter who's helping us with, you know, launch copy and workshop copy and content copy. And we've got our operations manager and we've got, you know, uh, a team member who's helping us with graphics. And then we've got another team member that's helping with some other things, you know, with, with admin and all in the midst of getting this next launch planned, I went to my ClickUp list, which I know that you can organize it kind of Kanban style, but it's a little more tedious. But just the fact that it has way, like it has so many customization pieces to it where yes, you can customize things. Every time I go in there, I get overwhelmed. I actually literally do not use it for myself. I use a different program. I use like Todoist or Trello sometimes to literally manage my stuff because ClickUp starts to overwhelm me because I've got a lot that I got to get done. So I went into my launch you know, template that I have. And I literally, I counted the, t- the, the tasks that I had. It was over like a hundred and we're talking about little tasks, like change the Facebook cover, make sure to do this plan out podcast up, you know, and literally it had all these little things where yes, I could go in there and I, I could assign them to team members, but I still, after assigning them to team members was left with a ton of different tasks. The way that my brain works, I don't like looking at it that way. And that's it. I had a breaking point and I was searching for something that needed to get done. And I'm like, you know what? God darn it. Like, I was like, I just want my Trello board back. So I went back to the basics and I I messaged my operations manager, Christy, who's phenomenal. And I said, look, Christy, I can't do it anymore. I want to go back to our Trello board because imagine this. We have a Trello board that I built out years ago that has everything we need, all the pieces in the puzzle every time that we launch our programs. We're talking a column that says important links, you know, uh, you know, number two, here's the workshop links and information. Here's the emails that need to go out. It's basically this whole framework where all you got to do is drag and drop. And basically, you know, my copywriter could jump in and know all the spots and we can obviously label them where she needs to fill in all the copy pieces. It's much more visual. It's much more uh, simple, at least for my brain to wrap my head around from a project management standpoint. And again, I know that there's customization in ClickUp. I've actually hired multiple people to help me with the whole ClickUp setup, but I still can tell you, I just don't love it. And I find myself, it's really hard for me to recommend it to other people. So I'm back to Trello, right? We're still using, it's like a hybrid right now of ClickUp and Trello, but I'm going to crack the code. I'm going to be able to use Trello for everything. But the whole point here is, is you've got to figure out what works for you. Okay. I know Trello works for me. I love it. And again, it works for Scott as well. Um, And I can have a board, you know, for all the different things that we've got going on, different projects. I can have a board for onboarding process for our program that I can just go through each time. And the cool thing is, is I can literally hit copy, make copies of the board and just make this a repeatable process. So there's so many benefits to having a project management tool and whether you use Trello or Teamwork or, you know, ClickUp or whatever, whatever works for you. The whole point is, is if we do not have a system to get it out of your head and onto a plan or an action plan or tasks that you can actually check off and mark off, you are going to be constantly feeling this way, this overwhelm. Because every time you sit down at your computer, you're going to be like, well, what? is the priority for today? What do I need to get done? You know, we talk about the book Atomic Habits, 
It's all about the systems and the routines you put in place that you do consistently. So we're going to leave you with that. But again, going back to what Scott mentioned in the very beginning, if you're still feeling overwhelmed, right, at getting your business organized and you're not sure to even, you know, where to even start, join our workshop, okay? And I always tell guys, I know your time's valuable, but the time that you spend in this workshop and making it a priority to actually do the homework and do the workbook as we guide you each day, you are going to end that workshop with a plan of action. You're going to brain dump all the things that you need to get done. You're going to be able to ask us questions to really help get things in order. And I promise you, it will feel so much better. And especially as we move into the summer months, right? We've got summer, we got vacations, we got travel. Let's get some of this stuff in place so that you can live and have the days and the time and all that wonderful stuff that I know that you guys want. So Scott, again, anything else to add? <laughs> that is it. So anyone that wants to register, obviously the link to do so will be in the description of this podcast episode. We would love to see you there again. It's May 22nd through May 26th. They're all lunch and learn sessions, which means they're afternoon, 1 to 2 p.m. EDT, live and recorded. And again, just remember, take a step back before you move forward, create an actual plan for what it is that you're struggling with, and make sure that you have a project management tool in place. So everyone, please enjoy the rest of your days, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.